Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Welcome, friends, to another r slash Am I the Jerk here video. Today, we've got a lot of awesome stories, and our first one's from Night Owl 63. Am I the jerk for holding my son's college fun hostage? I, 48-year-old male, have a son that graduated this year from high school. We, my wife and I, started his college fund the minute we found out she was pregnant. Since we make good money, in the mid-six figures, his college fund currently has almost 400000 in it. We've never told our son what to do with his life. We may have guided his decisions as any good parent should, but since he was young, we let him make his own decisions. We also never expected academic excellence or forced him into sports or artistic activities. Now that he graduated high school, he said that he didn't want to go to college. We said as long as he was sure, he could do whatever he wanted. He refused trade schools too. He also did not want to work with us in our business. He said that he planned to use his college fund to start a business of his own. I said that I'll allow it only if he takes some business management, accounting, and law classes in the nearby community college. I said that I would pay for them out of pocket and not from the fund and then I would expect a well-made business plan before I would give him the money. My wife agrees 100%, but he called us jerks for holding his college fund hostage to make him do what we want. We think we're just doing our best to make sure that his business succeeds. So am I the jerk? I think OP is not the jerk here mainly because they're trying to make sure that this wealth of money isn't just totally burnt. I think it goes without saying how many businesses start and then crash into the ground. Despite a sizable investment, and as much as you want to support your kids, you don't want to just blindly give them $400,000 with no tangible experience in operating a business. What do you guys think? Is withholding all this money until they take multiple classes a jerk move? Should OP just give the money over? Or would you say OP is not the jerk and this is clearly the right thing to do? Let me know what you guys think down in the comments. Our next story is from KeyQuail7921. Am I the jerk for shortening my workout after a man got on the elliptical next to me? I, 27-year-old female, like to go to the gym later in the evenings so I can have the place mostly to myself. Since I don't like how claustrophobic it feels when tons of people are there at the same time, I live around the block from a chain gym and go there most nights to use the elliptical for a while. When I got to the gym tonight, the entire row of ellipticals was empty, so I grabbed the one all the way on the end. Everything was fine during my workout all the way up to the last few minutes. A guy walked into the mostly deserted gym and got onto the elliptical right next to mine, which I thought was weird since there was a row of about 12 other ones that were all empty. It made me a little bit uncomfortable, so I shortened my workout by a few minutes and hopped off to grab a disinfectant wipe. When I got back to wipe down the machine, the guy stopped pedaling and asked me what my problem was. I was caught off guard and just stammered something about how I was done with my workout, which was basically true anyway, but he said something about me treating him like a predator for no reason and then put his headphones back in. Am I the jerk for shortening my workout because some guy chose the elliptical right next to mine? 
I think OP's definitely not the jerk, and this is very similar to a lot of what guys know as urinal etiquette. If you walk into a bathroom and there's four urinals in there and somebody's on the first one, you're almost obligated to go to the fourth one. If you walk into a bathroom with four urinals and somebody's using the first one, you are weird as heck for choosing the second one. I would say this extends to the gym. If you walk in and there's four ellipticals and somebody's on the first one, you're weird as heck for choosing to get on the second one. Give people some space. Our next story is from different kind 565 Am I the jerk for taking back the money I contributed towards my stepson's camp after he took my daughter's sticker collections? Context, my daughter 12 is disabled, has been since she was 5. Her activities and interests are very limited except for her love for stickers. She loves collecting stickers and spends most of her time doing it. If there's one thing she enjoys doing, this is it. It also helps her get rid of stress and anxiety. I've been saving for my stepson 16's summer camp and so far have contributed 80% while his dad contributed 20%. It's a huge deal for him, and last week he was begging my daughter to give him her camera, and she refused. He begged and she kept refusing. He then turned to me and his dad, and his dad asked me to do something, but I told him if it's a no, then he should just take it. Obviously this upset my stepson. Later, I found out that he punished my daughter by throwing away all of her sticker collections. He admitted that he and two of his friends dumped them in car oil and then burned them. I was in disbelief but very angry. I scolded him, banned his friends from the house, and then pulled back the 80% of money I paid towards his camp. He started crying and begging and apologizing and then called my husband. My husband told me that pulling the money was an overreaction and a step too far. He said I was trying to hurt his son rather than just let him learn from this experience. I don't know what this was supposed to mean. He offered that I punish him by taking his electronics for three days, but I said no, because he caused significant damage and caused my daughter losing valuable childhood collections of stickers. Some even were hard to get, like Marvel's for instance. My husband disagreed and said that I promised and can't pull back now because it'll make my stepson resent me for good. He kept saying, don't make that mistake, and guilting me about my decision. I might be going too far, but my daughter is devastated and still crying over her collections and refusing to talk to anyone. I think OP's definitely not the jerk, and no offense to the 16-year-old kid, but to me they sound particularly evil. I don't know how you can go and take some 12-year-old sticker collection, douse it in car oil, and set it on fire. Like, how messed up are you? It's actually disturbing how little their dad wants to punish them. A kid had a prized collection, they went and doused it in oil and set it on fire, and the dad thinks they deserve just a slap on the wrist for it? They're not gonna learn from that lesson. Not at 16. This next story is from throwaway 477212498. Am I the jerk for calling my girlfriend a spoiled child after she said she felt like a Neanderthal showering with a bucket? My girlfriend and I are currently in vacation in Croatia. We booked a small villa from Airbnb, in which we've been staying in this last week. Three days ago, the water heater stopped working, so we called the owner. A few hours later, he brought a plumber with him, and after some investigation, he told us that the issue will take a week or more to solve because the plumber told him that the heater was old and needed replacing, so he needs to shop for a new one and that it needs to be installed in a new location. He told us he was going to refund the amount that we paid for that day, plus the remaining days of our booking. 
and if we wanted to stay despite the lack of hot water, he was going to give us a much cheaper rate, 40% off. We were having a great time and enjoying our stay because the villa was nice and the view of the beach was incredible and looked times better than the heavily edited pictures you see on the internet. Not to mention it was a good deal, especially with the newer rate, so we decided to stay after I told my girlfriend that we could just shower using a bucket. Something to note, my girlfriend has never showered that way. She's American, but still, I assume that many people from the US would have at least heard about it despite never trying it. Growing up, I exclusively showered that way at home until we could afford a heater and its monthly costs. The only showers I took at home before were with cold water. She was surprised to hear it and thought I was joking at first. The following day, I gave her some tips, and after she was done, I asked her how it went. She said it was more of a chore than a shower. Last evening, she went to take a shower again before getting ready to leave for dinner. After she was done, she started complaining non-stop about showering with a bucket, saying it was very primitive and couldn't believe that some people really did it that way because she felt like a Neanderthal the whole time. I didn't like her comment because it was disrespectful. She apologized, saying her comment wasn't directed towards me, but more towards the people that still shower this way. I told her that that clarification makes her comment a hundred times worse because it was insulting to a lot of people. She replied that she didn't know what I wanted her to say because she'd already apologized to me and asked if I was just looking to argue for no reason. I told her the last thing I want to do is argue with a spoiled child and went downstairs. I waited for her downstairs while she got ready. When she came down, she informed me that she'll be going to the restaurant alone because she didn't want to embarrass me in case she started acting like a spoiled child. I tried apologizing for my comment, but she just ignored me and left. It's 3.30 now and she just came back half an hour ago. I tried talking to her again, but she told me she was tired and just wanted to sleep. I think there's kind of a couple ways that you could take this. You could take it as OP's not the jerk and the girlfriend was clearly privileged and acting just out of pocket. You could also say that everyone sucks here and that... While the girlfriend might be privileged, what she was saying wasn't like a personal attack but OP felt like they needed to take it that way, kind of going back at her and making this a personal back and forth spout. The bottom line, the end result kind of sucks either way. Considering there was a bit of a back and forth, this villa should be paradise and they're both angry at each other. Our next story is from Dizeggy. Am I the jerk for refusing my future sister-in-law's request to dye my hair for my brother's wedding? My future sister-in-law Liz has turned into a bridezilla and is going to war with everyone over every stupid thing. My natural color is red. I love my hair. Liz is a blonde, but she loves to have red hair, and in fact, ever since meeting me, she's been dyeing her hair almost exactly my color. I don't mind. I think it's weird that she does it, but I don't have a monopoly over this particular shade of red, and she's free to do with her hair whatever she wants. Well, she asked me this week that I should dye my hair to a different color because she wants her hair to be unique in her wedding. She offered to cover all the costs as well. I just said no because it's my hair. I don't want it changed. I told my brother and he told me to do whatever I want because it's my hair. He said he'll talk to Liz to get her to back off. Well, it didn't work because Liz has come to my parents and they've taken her side. They say it's her special day and we need to be more accommodating and it's important for our future relationship that we get along. 
I believe I am accommodating. She can do whatever she wants with her own hair. How is my hair any of her business anyway? My parents tell me that I should be the bigger person. I don't know why an 18-year-old should be the bigger person compared to the 27-year-old Liz. They told me I'm making this minor issue into a big problem and I should just do what she wants because it's her wedding. Am I the jerk for not giving in? I think OP's definitely not the jerk here. I think maybe, maybe they could have a reason if OP has like a really contrast sharp fake hair color. I'm saying let's say OP has like neon green and pink splotched hair, maybe they could argue something. Even then I think they would be a total jerk for expecting you to change your hair color at the wedding. Now the fact that it's OP's natural hair color that they're asking them to change, I think that is absolutely ridiculous. I think it's unreal if you expect anybody to dye their hair away from their natural color. Our next story is from adqueasy3077. Am I the jerk for calling my best friend dumb for marrying for love? I, 27-year-old female, am in a very stable relationship with my fiancé, 29-year-old female, for around four years, and we're planning to get engaged eventually and then marry. My best friend Chrissy, fake name and also 27-year-old female, has been with her own fiancé since they were 20. They only got engaged this year and it was kind of weird how it took him so long to propose since he seemed to be financially stable and all. Throughout the years, I asked Chrissy why her fiancé hadn't proposed yet and she kept insisting it was not the right time. But she'd never say the reason why, just that it wasn't the right time. Eventually he proposed in the beginning of 2022 and they're planning their wedding for next year. They decided to plan their engagement party during summertime because due to busy schedules they couldn't do it earlier, so their engagement party was this past Saturday, and her fiancé made a speech dedicated to her and mentioned pretty much the reasons they didn't get engaged sooner, and I couldn't help but pity my friend. So the reason was that he didn't have a stable job for the first few years of their relationship, and only jumped from position to position, from Walmart to Target, etc. He hadn't finished his degree yet so he had no higher education, He got his degree in 2019, and only then was he able to get a proper job. He bragged and also thanked Chrissy for never giving up on him and growing with him and how they helped each other form their amazing personalities and achievements and how no matter what the future holds, he'll never forget, etc. My fiancé and I felt some type of way about it. Some friends of mine and Chrissy agreed how Chrissy basically stayed with a broke man and waited for seven years, and we don't think that's something praiseworthy, but pity-worthy. As friends, we decided to explain to her our perspective of how we think it was ridiculous that she had to almost reach 30 to move on with her life with that man when someone else could provide what she needed much sooner. Chrissy always said how she wanted marriage and kids, and it's sad she had to wait this long for this man to get his act together, and she didn't know her worth. She said she loves him and he's an amazing partner and wouldn't break up with him over his misfortunes and what matters is they love each other. I told her it's dumb how she's marrying for love and not for stability and how she's basically wasted herself for love and how the first issue should be raised when he was working Walmart and Target back to back. She called us all materialistic and classist and said she doesn't care if she struggles financially as long as she struggles with the right person who will value her emotions and listen to her. 
She said we're miserable witches who will find no happiness in life and are very shallow. Could we be the jerks for criticizing her this way? I think it's pretty clear that OP is the jerk. If they've been together all those years, they say they're in love, they say they've been happy together, they have have more than enough reason to have been together for all those years, then who the heck does OP think they are for coming in and saying, oh well, you should have found the first person that had a million dollars and locked that up, not this schlub, what did he sh-? Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. Show you love and respect? He only worked at Walmart. You should have left him years ago. Frankly, I think Chrissy was right in that last paragraph. This next story is from Jam Whopper. Am I the jerk for refusing to go on family vacation unless my mom lets my boyfriend come? I, 22-year-old female, am one of seven children. I'm the youngest, and all of my siblings are over 10 years older than me. They're all married, but only one of them has children. My dad left when I was seven, and none of us have heard from him since. We didn't go on any family vacations after he left because my mom was too anxious. And then by the time she wasn't, my siblings all had their own lives. My mom decided last year that she wanted to go on a huge family vacation. It's out of the country and for 15 days. All of my siblings are going to be there, along with their partners. The vacation is next week. I've been with my boyfriend now for about six months, and I thought it was a given that my mom would pay for my boyfriend to come too. When I mentioned it to her, she laughed, thinking I was joking. She said it's a family vacation, where all of us are going to be spending actual time together for the first time in a long time, and she doesn't want to pay for someone she barely knows to be there. I said this was unfair, and I told her I refused to go unless she would let them come. She's upset, and my siblings are all saying I'm a jerk, but I just don't think it's fair when all of my siblings' partners are going. Am I the jerk? I think OP is the jerk for expecting the mom to pay for the boyfriend of six months. Very likely this whole trip was being planned before the boyfriend even was in the picture. 
It would be one thing for you both to pay for your boyfriend and ask if they can come along to the family vacation, but it's a whole other thing to just expect them to be paid for and brought along as well. Our next story is from Centric Wave 3779. Am I the jerk for refusing to give my husband money to go on the trip that his friend excluded me from? My female 35, husband male 33, has a male 32 friend, Austin, that he's known from college. They're like brothers and together they extended their friend group. Now the group has over 7 guys who hang out together all the time. Austin and I don't get along. He seems to be mocking my infertility and brings it up occasionally. It hurts because I've always wanted children and for him to make it a constant topic of conversation hurts. My husband thinks it's just me being hypersensitive. Anyway, about a month ago, Austin and I got into a fight after he commented on my infertility by saying that I should hurry up and give him a nephew and niece because my biological clock is ticking. We were planning on going to a trip together, but Austin disinvited me because I yelled at him for what he said and ruined his dinner. I said I was perfectly okay with that. In fact, I felt so much relief that I no longer had to be around him anymore. My husband for the first time was okay with me being away from Austin, but said that he still wants to go on that trip. I said nothing till he told me that he still expects me to pay for his travel expenses. I refused and said that he was on his own. He started an argument about how I'm doing this to punish him for not staying home with me and told me that my issue is with Austin, not him. I told him he could go get the money elsewhere, but he's unable to borrow any more money and add to his debts after he got fired in May. He insisted, and I refused. He started calling me spiteful and unfair to refuse to pay for his travel expenses as an attempt to get him to stay home with me. He said his relationship with Austin is bigger than just a few comments Austin made and bigger than my exaggerated sensitivity and insecurity. Now he's sulking until I cave in and give him the money. Am I the jerk for insisting on not paying? I think OP is definitely not the jerk here and I don't think they should pay a dime towards that trip. It's clear that both Austin and their husband have no respect for how OP feel in this situation. If Austin was a true friend of OP's husband, they wouldn't be making that kind of comment about their spouse. And honestly, if the husband was any kind of respectful, he wouldn't allow that kind of talk coming from his friend either. Our next story is from Bearware671. Am I the jerk for walking out of my 5-year-old niece's birthday party and taking her present with me? I, 24-year-old female, my niece, 5, female, and my sister-in-law, Megan, 25-year-old female. Yesterday was my niece's birthday. My niece is my sister-in-law's firstborn, and my sister-in-law is currently pregnant with her fourth child. When I received the invitation to the party, there was a note asking everyone to not forget about the mommy when shopping for birthday gifts. That my niece's birthday was also meant to celebrate the woman who carried her for nine months. I'll be honest that I'm not Megan's biggest fan. I've always found her to be a large drama queen. So when I read that I was supposed to bring her a present to her daughter's birthday party, I was annoyed and knew that I would be doing no such thing. For my niece's birthday, I made her a large wool hand crocheted blanket and matching teddy bear. When it came time to open gifts, it was Megan sitting on a chair in the center of the living room with my nieces sitting on the floor next to her. Megan opened every single present, even the ones meant for my niece. It was only after she was done that she would hand the open present to my niece. When it came time to open my present, I watched as Megan opened my gift 
shuffled past the teddy bear and blanket and proceeded to search for her gift. When Megan found no other present, she looked up and asked me if there was another present for me in the pile. I responded, no. Disappointed, Megan took the blanket out of the box and proceeded to ask me questions like, where did you get such a cute blanket? And I hope you didn't break the bank with such an extravagant present. Her tone came across as sincere, but the way she stared at me from across the room definitely gave me a different impression. I responded to her questions by saying that I made the teddy bear and blanket myself, and that it was no trouble for my little niece. Megan chuckles and asks me in front of the whole party if I had actually made the gifts. I responded, absolutely. Megan and I go back and forth in front of everyone for a minute, but Megan ends the conversation by saying that I didn't actually make the gifts, because I didn't collect the wool for the blanket or make the buttons on the bear myself, that for something to be handmade, you have to use only your hands from start to finish, otherwise it doesn't count. After, my mother-in-law pulled me aside. She was extremely upset with me for antagonizing Megan. No one in the family likes Megan, but my in-laws play nice because when they didn't, Megan and her husband moved halfway across the country. They just recently moved back to town. After my mother-in-law thoroughly lectured me on keeping the peace, she asked me to leave the party, go buy Megan a present, and to come back when I'm ready with an apology. Instead, I left the party and took my presents with me. All day today, I've been playing telephone with friends and relatives of Megan, all of them accusing me of ruining my niece's birthday party and telling me I'm a jerk for stealing my niece's birthday presents. I'm gonna say OP's not the jerk here. OP said that their intention on taking the gifts back with them is to re-gift them to the niece later on -on one-on-one. I think that's fair because who knows what Megan would do after the party feeling upset, feeling slighted that on their daughter's birthday they didn't get presents. Personally, I feel like Megan sounds like an awful mom. Our next story is from Delilah781. Am I the jerk for how I reacted to my family joking about how they thought I would marry our family friend slash my ex in front of my boyfriend? When I was nine, I had a fake wedding and my ex was the groom. Recently, during my dad's birthday dinner, the fake wedding got brought up because my parents found some pictures from that day and they were being passed around during the dinner. My family, my ex's family, and some other friends were all cracking jokes about how they thought we would eventually have a real wedding. At one point, my brother said it was too bad my ex hadn't been a gentleman and lost his chance, because now the wedding was never going to happen. My ex said, never say never, and everybody was cheering him on, even though I told them to stop as I could see my boyfriend was getting upset. They wouldn't drop it, and my boyfriend ended up leaving early after having an argument with me. I was really upset and angry after he left, so when it was suggested we should recreate some old childhood photos, including the wedding ones, I yelled at them to shut up and to stop talking about the stupid wedding and how a real one would never happen. Everyone got quiet and it was awkward, so I ended up going to sit outside because I was still so angry and didn't want to be around them. In the end, my ex came outside and told me it was just a joke and I didn't need to yell at everybody. He brought up how I've never minded the jokes in the past, not even after we broke up, and how I shouldn't let my boyfriend's insecurity cause me to get angry at my family over a long-standing joke. Am I the jerk? I think OP's not the jerk because of one reason 
OP saying stop joking about it, stop talking about it, stop going on about it. I'm of the opinion that if there's something from somebody's childhood that somebody's embarrassed about, doesn't want to hear about, doesn't want to joke about, and they specifically say stop bringing it up, that should be more than respected. And they especially should have stopped when it was clear that it upset the boyfriend enough to the point where they left. Our next story is from Dinosaur Khaleesi. Would I be the jerk if I asked my coworker to stop saying God bless you in their emails? Short and to the point, in my job I have a remote coworker in another country who I send lists of work we want them to do. Every time, they write back and just say thank you, God bless, or have a blessed day. I'm atheist and it honestly kind of annoys me. I don't know if it's a common sign off in his country and I don't want to unintentionally start a big drama. I'm just wondering if it's worth addressing or if I would be a jerk to do so. I think you would be a jerk if you brought this up. Now, if this coworker was signing off their emails like, thank you, God shines his light on you every single day, or thank you, may you accept God every single day, or something that kind of actually pushes their religion onto you, or infers that you believe in anything in any such way or that you should, maybe you'd have something there, but what this person is saying shouldn't affect you in any way. They're just basically wishing you well. This next story is from Goofy Can Wait. Am I the jerk for refusing to pay half of my son's ticket? My ex and I split costs for our son. If one of us takes him shopping for school supplies, the other sends half the bill. We split his fees for art class and pay for half of all supplies. Why are colored pencils so expensive? If one of us takes him clothes shopping, the other gets half the bill. Everything is 50-50. We also have alternating weeks, but in the summer I get four weeks and she gets four weeks. My ex just sent me a bill for half of my son's portion of her family vacation. I immediately called and said that I'm under no circumstances paying for that. I'm not subsidizing their vacation. I don't ask her to chip in for my vacations. My ex said that that's because I take our son camping and other cheap activities, and asking for such a paltry sum would be petty, but theme park tickets are expensive. She said I need to pay for half of his ticket at the very least. I said no, I didn't tell them to go to Disney. If I'm going to buy a Disney ticket, I'll buy two and take them myself. I'm not paying for their vacation, full stop. It's also ridiculous that she thought I'd chip in for their hotel. It's no more expensive with my son there than it would be without, lodging-wise. We went back and forth and eventually she gave up. Her parting jab was that her husband might make her reschedule the trip to fall during my custody time. I said fine. I'll take him myself in a few years, when he's old enough to enjoy everything. I'm still steamed and told my sister. My sister says I'm the jerk because going to Disney is way more expensive than camping. And why should my ex and her husband have to shoulder that cost alone? I said it's because it's their vacation and their idea. If my son told me he wanted to go to Disney, I would take him. But I would stay at a cheaper hotel and wait until he's old enough to really enjoy everything. It feels like this trip's more for the benefit of her stepkids and my son's just being tacked on. That's fine, but I'm not paying for that. Am I being a jerk? I think OP's definitely not the jerk here. If the mom is watching the kid and they decide to go to Disney, I don't see how the dad should be responsible for the kid's ticket. The dad's not taking them to Disney. The dad doesn't get to go. I don't understand why that would be so hard to understand. And our final story of the day is from that guy yup yup. Am I the jerk for denying Guy the job for a comment I perceived as racist that was made five years ago? I had a Guy interview for a position. He did well in his interview, had great credentials, 
nice guy. So then I do a background search. Turns out this guy used to be a real piece of work on the internet. All really old comments, but he would go around trolling people on his Facebook profile. Most of the stuff was just rude jokes, but there was a comment in which a person replied, a black person to him making fun of him. The guy replies calling him an insult involving knuckles. I had never heard that before. I looked this up and people are saying it means like, moron. I found some sources that say it's a racist thing to say, so I made the decision not to hire him as I have zero tolerance for racism of any form. Usually when I'm not going to hire someone, I just move on and don't tell him anything. I figured I would let him know though because there's a lot on that profile people would deny him a job for. I was just looking for racism, misogyny, general bigotry. Figured I'd tell him so he'd be more aware of these things online, and if he is a racist, clean up his act. So I emailed him that I found this comment, and will not be hiring him due to worries about him being racist. I was expecting a very aggressive reply, but what he sent me was basically him saying, what? I'm so confused. I can't believe this. I'm so sorry. I'm not racist. Now I feel like a jerk. Was I right or wrong? So I'm going to be honest, I've never really heard the term very much myself being used before, but from all indications online, it seems like this is kind of essentially just calling somebody stupid like a caveman. The overwhelming amount of comments on this post say that OP is clearly the jerk and that the term is not a racist term. Like I said, personally, I've never really even seen the term before, so I'm not sure. From what I can tell, OP is the jerk for assuming that it is a racist term. Again, overwhelmingly, everybody on this post seems to say that this is definitely not a racist insult. What do you guys think? Is this alone enough to say, this guy is unhirable? Let me know down in the comments. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another Am I the Jerk Here story that was way crazier than any of the ones in this video, click on that left video. Or if you missed my latest video, click on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.